Welcome, welcome, welcome to the, another episode of Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and uh, we have some uh, a little bit more emails to uh, to tell you guys about, and then we'll hop on to some other stuff. Uh, business on the front. Uh, uh, Twitter is at Accord to Stupid, and uh, Gmail is According to Stupid at gmail.com. All right, gang. How's everybody doing? Everybody doing good? I got two uh episodes last week on Thursday and Friday so hope you guys enjoyed uh and uh, I've gotten a reply and it's it's kind of bonkers so far uh and I just sent off another lovely email back to our JW folks and um we're going to see what uh, what goes down uh and I I still very much think that they're just you know throwing stuff at me you know just copy paste um, I don't know if I'm really answering anybody at this point, but, um, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna give it a try. We're gonna see what, what goes down, uh, here in a bit. Who knows? They might come out and be like, fuck you! And we'll see what happens. Uh, and that'll be cool. So, um, without further ado, uh, John, who rules the world? Luke 4, uh, chapter 4, 5 through 7. So he brought him up and showed him all the kingdoms that inhabited the earth in an instant of time. Then the devil said to him, I will give you all this authority and their glory because it had been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Jesus knew who really rules the world. On one occasion, Satan showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Then Satan promised Jesus, All these things I will give you if you fall or bow down and do an act of worship to me. Matthew 4, 9. Jonathan, ask yourself, if those kingdoms don't belong to Satan, could he have offered them to Jesus? No, all governments belong to Satan. We may ask this question, isn't Jehovah the Almighty who created the universe? Is this of interest to you? If so, let's talk next. So I had some thoughts, as I'm sure you guys do too, because apparently uh, there, there's a hole in her logic of like, if Satan can't give up everything... um. So things he doesn't own, which, you know, Satan. How does he have all governments? But I answer that sort of shit here in a minute. Uh, so I just, I got this the other day, and so I had to, I waited a day to, to answer because I hadn't read it until this morning. And I didn't really want to do an episode yesterday because I was running around kind of crazy-like. So, anyway, um, I answer. Hey, lady. Or gent. Or JW agent. Uh, so later Satan comes up and talks to our man JC. You'd think he'd know who the Son of God was. I mean, if he can hop between hell and the mortal plane... Oop, I spelled that wrong. Well, yeah, uh, not necessarily. Well, yeah, I spelled that wrong. Oops. Uh, the mortal plane, uh, that trying to mess with the Messiah would not go exactly as planned. But then again, nothing ventured, nothing gained. High risk and high reward. This too, I feel, needs a little context in the story. Why would Jesus follow him and listen to his spiel? Humor him? Free Saturday afternoon? The hike to view the city would be, would be nice despite being sold a property he apparently already owned? So who does rule the world? God? Jesus? Anyone? Could it have been Satan? And really, Jesus was trying to spread some good words and get them out of Satan land. Oh, excuse me. Get them out of Satan land. If they did belong to Satan, why sell it? If they didn't belong to Satan, why sell it? Or offer it? I don't know. I've heard some stories of people selling bridges to folks. Probably the same idea. And why wouldn't Satan try to do the same thing to the other prophets? He is supposed to be the lord of lies and deceit and hell and all that. So 
is it so far of a stretch to say that he would like he would like to sell you something he doesn't have? Have you ever made a promise you had no intention to keep because you just didn't have it, or went late on a bill to go to the lowest I can think of example? I think that's a bit of a jump. If God or Jesus rules the world, as I'm talking about the government thing, as your supposition puts out there, then how does Satan have all the governments? Or do you mean that the land is all the Almighty and his sons, and Satan gets us humans? In which case, why not try to rule in hell as opposed to serve in heaven if they don't care to own their own property anymore? You see what I'm saying? Or does Satan just own all the governments, everyone past and present? Why not live off the grid, then? Or fight against every government and bring things down to something? Tribal leadership? Oh, wait, that's a form of government. So, anarchy? Or do you mean that the current government is run by Satan, but all modern governments, as you put here, but all modern governments, as you put here, sorry, all is pretty encompassing. I find it hard to think that Canada is run by Satan. They seem to have their business together. Besides, aren't we supposed to be one nation under God? I can make the jump that this administration seems to have very little interest and empathy to its fellow man, whatever color they are. But yeah, what are you doing to fight Satan if you believe he's in the governments of the world? I honestly don't think he's in every government, or that he, they belong to him. Seems too big and just dumb, frankly. Because if so, because if so, would any government have universal health care, welfare, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, the post office, parks and rec, fish and game? So what is so nefarious about any of those with the exception of overhunting? I meant that as like, um, Fish and game, they, you know, you might fuck up and be like, oh shit, we <laughs> hunted too many deer. Like, that sort of thing. That's what I meant. The conservation bit was all I meant. I do assume that the Almighty created everything. She put up there with the universe bit. The universe is a thing. So, uh, but then, so is all things good and evil a thing. He created Satan just as he created you and me, if we are supposing the Bible to be real. Still interests me with hope. John. Um, yeah, let me, let me know what you guys think about these emails. Uh, this could get real interesting real fast. Um, <laughs> I am a little thrown by it, but um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, gang, uh, let's hop into the Bibble, right? Um, so right now we're in uh, 1 Kings chapter 21, and we're going to finish 1 Kings um, we may or may not do a review of, of this. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it might be good, uh, for me to do. Um, and we'll, we'll go from there, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what goes down. Um, part of it will just be for me. And then we'll hop on to second Kings after that and, uh, make our way as fast as we can. Um, so shit that happened before, um, Elijah seemed to kind of, Give himself up, it seemed. Um, and there was a lot of cake, <laughs> it seemed. Um, yeah. <laughs> that whole business. Um, oh, and, and, and the, the, the offering of, of, of uh, prove your God is real and I'm going to kill everybody. And then uh, Jezebel made an offering, but then it seemed to be like, and then we just uh, moved along. 
Um, so here we go. We're going to move on to First uh, Kings chapter twenty-one. Uh, uh, we go and we go, of course, from KingJamesBibleOnline.org, and we go from there. Um, and it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel. I would have assumed. Uh, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. Hmm, well, can I see the other place first? So Naboth is getting a pretty okay offer. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me, that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. Oh, another one of these things. I bet it's going to get real bad for Naboth here in a second. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. Give me your fucking vineyard. But Jezebel, oh, I didn't know Jezebel was his wife. Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad, that thou eatest no bread? And he said to her, Because I spake it to Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee thy vineyard. And Jezebel, his wife, said unto him, Dost thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? I will give thee another vineyard uh, of Israel. Arise and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. Oh, shit. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them in his seal, with his seal, and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city, dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people. And set two men, sons of Belial, oh, another demon, if my Diablo three is correct, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou dost blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him, and that he may die. <laughs> oh, you fucking kill him. Yeah, all right. Uh, and the men of the city, even the elders and nobles who were the inhabitants of the city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them. And as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them, they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people, and things were looking pretty good until, and there came in two men, children of Belial, and sat before him. And the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. Then they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones that he died. Holy fuck. So I'm right. I'm fucking right. Naboth didn't work out too well, did it? <coughs> God didn't protect him. Uh, then they sent to Jezebel saying, uh, Naboth is stoned and he is dead. Very important. Uh, and it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give thee for money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. As opposed to, the, yeah. And it came to pass when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, that Ahab rose up uh, to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. All right. This worked out real well for, for our crybaby Ahab here. 
And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down and meet Ahab king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he has gone down to possess it. You could have stopped this earlier! And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou killed, and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, In the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick thy blood, even thine. Seems late to get revenge. And Ahab said to Elijah, Hast thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee, and will take away thy posterity, and will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. All right. A lot of pissing on walls here. And will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Bashah, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger, and made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, The dogs shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Cool. Uh, him that dieth of Ahab in the city, the dogs shall eat. And him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. I remember this being a thing quite a bit. He seems to like this plague or this, this way to kill people for a bit. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. And he did very uh, abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. Uh, got a bunch of stuff in my nose for being, like, cry, crying or whatever. Um, and it came to pass, when Ahab heard those words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted, and lay in sackcloth and went softly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me? Did he? Did he really do that? Because he humbleth himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days. But in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. Hey! Hey, motherfucker! Punish the wrongdoer, asshole! Anyway. First <sighs> uh, Kings chapter 22. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth of Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Wilt thou go with me to, the battle, uh, to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the head of the king. Uh-huh. I can't imagine this is going to go well for um, Ahab, but all right. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? You were just talking to one. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, uh, Micaiah, okay, the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. <laughs> but he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, 
Let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer, and said, Hasten hither, Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, having put on their robes in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. And uh, Zedekiah, the son of Chenana, made him horns of iron, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, With these shalt thou push the Syrians until thou have consumed them. All right. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Up, uh, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spoke unto him, Behold, uh, saying, Behold now, the word of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. Smart. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, uh, shall we go against Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the king said to him, All right, fuck yeah. Uh, how many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? Pfft, how are you going to know? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills, as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him, on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Oh, great. So he has the job being like, If we can just get Ahab to die, we can get this all, this show back on the fucking road. And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevails also. Go forth and do so. So we do have lying spirits in the, uh, in the ways of God, but, you know. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all of these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. But Zedekiah, son of Chenana, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? So he punched him right in the face. And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go into the inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back un, uh, unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to jo Josh, the king's son. And say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison, and feed him with bread and affliction, and with water of affliction, until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, O people, every one of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth-Gilead. And so they're like, Fuck this prophet bullshit. And the king of Israel went unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and enter into the battle, and put thou on thy robes. And the king of Israel disguised himself and went into the battle. But the king of Syria commanded his thirty and two captains that had rule over his chariots, saying, Fight neither with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass when the captains in the chariots saw Jehoshaphat that they said, Surely it is the king of Israel. And they turned aside to fight against him, and Jehoshaphat cried out. 
And it came to pass, with the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, that they turned back from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture, and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Right in the heart, I assume. Therefore he said unto the driver of his chariot, Turn thine hand and carry me out of the host, for I am wounded. Oh, so he shot him, probably in the shoulder. And the battle increased that day, and the king was stayed up in his chariot against the Syrians, and died at even. And the blood ran out of the wound into the midst of the chariot. And there was a proclamation through the host about the going down of the sun, saying, Every man into his city, and every man to his own country. So the king died, and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. Nido! So he got shot by an arrow, and he died. Uh, and one washed the chariot in the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his wounds, and they washed his armor, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab, and all that he did, and the ivory house which he made, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of Chronicle of the kings of Israel? I can't imagine Chronicles is going to be a fun book to read. So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Ahazah, his son, reigned in his stead. And Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Judah in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was thirty and five years old when he began his reign, and reigned twenty and five years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shehili. Shehili. And he walked in all the ways of Esau his father. He turned not aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. Did he? Uh, oh, Jehoshaphat. Uh, uh, nevertheless, the high places were not taken away, for the people offered and burnt incense yet in the high places. And Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he shewed, and how he warred, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And the remnant of the Sodomites, which remained in the days of his father, Asa, he took out of the land. There was then no king of Edom, a deputy was king. Eh, close enough. Jehoshaphat made ships of Tharshish to go to Ophir for gold, but they went not, for the ships were broken at Ezongeber. Cool. Then said Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, unto Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with thy servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat would not. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father. And Jehoram his son reigned in his stead. Ahaziah the son of Ahab began to reign over Israel in Samaria the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in the way of his mother, and in the way of Jehoabam the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. Uh, for he served Baal, and worshipped him, and provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel, according to all that his father had done. Nido. So that's, uh, that was First Kings, everybody. That's what went down. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I'm hopeful to get some more emails to you guys uh, as the week progresses. Um, and we'll see what happens. Maybe she has the right answer after all. Maybe he does have an answer for me. That makes any amount of sense that they've been telling me. Um, yeah, that ugh, this ugh, <laughs> we might be getting down a crazy land, but that'll be fun. Um, yeah, take care, everybody. Uh, if you'd like, send uh, a line to according at according accord to stupid or according to stupid at gmail.com. Thank you much, and you've been gospel to by the stupid. Mm -hmm.